So we have some Japanese whiskey, yes. Jameson orange. I don't know if you've had that. But it's I've awful. actually three and a half years sober. Oh, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> Hell yeah. Awesome. Yeah. My, my, uh, my guitar player just got his 2015. 15th. 15th. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. yeah, he's killing it. It's awesome. That's amazing. So I'm super proud of him. Yeah. So, so uh, I don't Rex know which one the James is, but keep going. Let's go. So, so well, so, it'll still be fun for you because you'll yeah. get to watch one of us make horrible faces while we have to sip this. And I'll be like, terrible. oh, yeah. God, I'm glad I don't do that anymore. Exactly, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so rock, rock, paper, scissors? Yeah. So, so for everybody watching at home, uh, these are all drinks that we have done on our tasting show, which is on our Patreon. Yep. And, one's good. Uh, one's good. And there are varying levels of uh, quality in the mm -hmm. others. <laughs> and uh, winner gets to uh, winner gets to pick the loser's drink. Yes. Start the day. Ready? So, rock paper scissors says shoot. Oh uh, wait, wait, wait. Do it wrong. Wait, I says that one too. Yeah, rock, rock paper scissors says shoot, okay. man. We oh, never okay. played this part. We said rock paper scissors shoot. All right, ready? No, wait, wait. Which one are we doing? Rock paper scissors says shoot. Okay, says says. Yep. Ready? And rock paper scissors says shoot. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> I think. Let's see. We have the uh, Busker Irish whiskey, which is uh, rough. It's a rough one. It's uh, it's a it's spicy in all the wrong ways. We have uh, the Dubliner, which will be mine because it is delicious. It's made with honeycomb. Yes. We have uh, the Suntory Japanese whiskey, which is good, but it's very harsh, and Mike will have a hard time drinking it. Uh, and we have Jameson Orange, which is just disgusting. So, do I want to make Mike? Drink something that is objectively and and observedly terrible, or do we want to just give them something that's decent but that's going to be harsh? What do you What do you think, Leah? You know, I I want to be nice here. I want to say decent <laughs> but harsh. <laughs> but harsh. All right. You know what? Okay. Dealer's choice. She gets it. So you will be drinking the Suntory Japanese. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to torture you with uh, anything that has. I a do appreciate that. <laughs> Bacon! Bacon is my podcast! Bacon! Bacon! Bacon is my... I gotta change this. E. I gotta change this. Ah, by the way. yeah, you do. Uh, because because you didn't the whole I show. I didn't. I didn't the whole show. <laughs> the whole show. We had this, and and then you, you ask the guest the last question, and it's right is, up on the screen. And it's right up on the screen. Right up so on the she screen. cheated. I think she remembered. I don't think so. Uh, I think no. I think she probably. Did. Anyway, welcome back into my podcast. Hi, everybody. Uh, we are here today, uh -huh. celebrating. Just after Christmas. Day after Christmas. Yeah. Um, Hope everybody had a wonderful holiday mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and are getting ready for New Year's. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Get, get ready for New Year's. And what is our New Year's tradition? Well, it's the first episode of Bacon is My Podcast. That's right. That is the Bimpy Awards. The Bimpy Awards. That's when Jimmy and I, we get all snazzy dressed and whatnot. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we do our thing mm -hmm. uh, and we hand out some of these the coveted oh so coveted golden gnome, golden gnome award 
and uh, this year we've got oh, oh. super excited to uh, to have all the musical guests and all of the awesome appearances. Uh, maybe some surprises. We'll see. Yeah, it's going to be a fun one. It's going to yeah. be a fun one this year. Um, last year was super awesome. Yeah. Uh, and we've managed to uh, continue to make friends. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. And keep the friends that we made last year. Which, right, right. I mean, retention is, is way harder that is true. than making new friends. Yeah. I can always make people like me. I can't keep them liking me. Exactly. Because then harder. they know who you are. Right. And you're like, yeah. Once they find out what a, what a piece of trash I am. But um, but yeah. Speaking of speaking of Christmas, yeah. Um, Santa. Mm-hmm. I know it's December twenty sixth, so he's like, I don't need to worry about my sack anymore, right? Um, but I tell you, who needs to worry about their sack? That was gorgeous. You like that one? That was gorgeous. <laughs> Is uh, all the guys out there? And how do you take care of your sack? Yes. Manscaped, baby. Fantastic. You've been thinking about that the whole time? I, I Yeah, I had it. I had it. I, nice. I held on to it. You had it in the bag? I had it in the bag. You know what's on my bag? No hair, because I use Manscaped. Yes. You know what's on my bag? What's up? A little bit of uh, cop, crop, cop, cop, little cop? crop reviver. The cops are on his bag. Crop reviver, because it's late in the day. And how do I freshen up a little bit? Yeah. I use the reviver. Crop, crop reviver. Apparently, apparently... Uh, former guest of the show, uh, Eric Bischoff. Yes. Um, he uses it, apparently it tightens things up down there. Does it? Because he, sometimes, he'll go, he'll sit in a toilet and they'll drip into the toilet. That's a long... That's a long way. That's a yeah. long bag. Yeah. Well, he's older. We should have asked Mrs. B when she was on. I'm, I'm kind of glad we didn't. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been, that would ended awkwardly. Kind but of glad we didn't. But uh, yeah, crop reviver. Uh, the refined cologne, which is is like the 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 smell of all of their things. So if you have uh, the ball deodorant, yeah, and you like the way it smells, and you don't want to put ball cream all over yourself, right? Get a little bit of refined, and you can just like spritz it. And I like to you think don't my, have to put uh, crawl cream, uh, ball cream on it. I like to think my balls are refined. Yeah, exactly. So go to manscaped.com. Yeah, you get it. Manscaped. Use the promo code BACONPOD. Get 20% off. Free shipping on all these things. And and if you forgot about uh, Christmas, well, you know, they ship pretty fast. So yeah, get your get your last minute gifts. Get your belated gifts. Set up for the uh, the perfect package. And they send stuff every, every well, you can decide. You want yeah. stuff every month. You want stuff every three months. Uh, every four months. You can kind of set it up like that and get yep. your uh, get your wipes. Indeed, and, and and of course the uh, the, the lawnmower 4.0, which has skin safe technology and a nice LED light, so this way you can see the undercarriage for yourself. It may not be pretty, but a little bit of manscaping make it pretty. Yeah, man, manscape, shave beans. Indeed, uh, we're also brought to you by drinkwildbills.com, yep, poddex.com, yep. and grillyourassoff.com. Yep, where you can go to any one of those sites, use the promo code bacon. And uh, you'll get 10% off. That's pretty sweet. That's pretty sweet. So, uh, what'd, you, uh, what'd you get everybody for Christmas? What did I get everybody for Christmas? <laughs> well, uh, kids, I got iPads. Nice. Um, you know, uh, Santa got them some pretty good gifts. Um, you know, it's getting harder and harder 
to, to shop for people nowadays. Because yeah. Amazon is cheap, and Amazon will get things there same fucking day now. That's true. And I'm sure people have that same argument for me. Like, what? You're cheap and you get there same day? Yes. You exactly. are punctual. I, I try to be. Yeah. I try to be. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, just, um, you know, it's been, it's been cool, uh... But that makes it harder? Yeah, because you don't know what they... Because people just do it. Yeah. They go, you know what, I need this. You know, so it's it's one of those things where you got to get real creative. Mm-hmm. you got to get real creative with, with what you get and how you get it. Um, but, yeah, it, it's been pretty cool uh, trying to do that. And then, you know what? Are gift cards a lame uh, idea or a great idea? Guess what? It's a great idea. It's a great idea. It's a great idea. It's a great idea. Because when you have to tap out, yeah, gift cards work. I get a gift card from my dad every single year. And the reason why is because... And he's even told me. Because he's like, you know, if I want something, I just buy it. I and kind of, he buys the best version of whatever he wants. I can't afford the best version of whatever right. he wants. So I give him gift cards. And he actually, like, you know, it's birthday and... and Christmas and anything else that kind of comes up, Father's Day, things like mm-hmm. that. And then he adds them up. <laughs> yeah. He just well, that's, that's the thing for me is like, you know, uh, for the most part, day-to-day life stuff, uh, we can pretty much just get what we need. Right. Uh, but what do I want money for? Look around. Right, right. Look around. That's what I want. Now you can't make you can't make mom cry with a gift card, and I, I no, you can't. You got to make mom you cry. Can't. You got to do the right thing. You know, you know, it's pretty great. Uh, and and we've gotten these a few times for a bunch of different people, and we did it again this year. Uh, the skylight frames, not a sponsor. What are those? Uh, skylight frames are a picture frame, like one of those digital picture frames. Yeah. But you can just go and upload pictures oh. from wherever you are in the world. Oh, that's cool. Via the interwebs. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, you just go through the app and you, you select things on your phone. We, we update my parents and my in-laws all the time. My grandmother's now because we got, got one for my grandmother as well. So Nice. Uh, yeah, Skylight Frames. I, they, they sponsor a lot of podcasts. Oh. I've bought... Check us out, guys. Uh, four with uh, with Conrad Thompson um, promo codes. So I've looked at. I love um, our own. I've looked at. Uh, they have these lights that are like. Um, they're also connected. So like, if I have like a lamp and I give one, say to my mom, mm-hmm. um, they're like a. I can turn hers on anywhere, like from wherever I am, uh, through the interwebs mm-hmm. to let her know that I'm thinking about it. So she can walk in the room oh. and see the light on. And that'll let her know that That's what the stars are for. Because when you look at a star, we're so the same one. We're the yeah, same one. Exactly. We're all, all looking at it. That's right. But you don't know that I'm looking at it when you're looking at it. Mm. Right? Well, I will tell you, our guest today, it's going to be hard to know when she's looking at the same star as us. Because she's in Australia and it's. Right. It's the morning. True. Well, it could be, you know, the Earth is flat, so. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, wait, it's not. Oh, right. Nope. That's right. 
That's right, it isn't. Womp womp. So. Controversial take there, Jim. <laughs> Hot take. The earth uh, is round. So we have Leah, lead singer of the band Evil Walks. With an O, E-V-O-L. E-V-O-L. Love, love backwards. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. She, yeah, she is she a is lot of fun. She's super a cool. Great, great interview. Great conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it, w- it was cool because it just didn't feel like an interview. No, we just said we just had a talk. We had to talk about all kinds of things. We talked about cooking. We talk, talked about traveling. We talked about, um, God, everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally we all, everything. We went all over the place. Yeah, uh, if you want to know about her specifics in songwriting and, and recording process and stuff like that, I'm sure she's just, got an interview out there. There's for probably it. another podcast out there. Um, an interview, yeah. But uh, you, want you won't know who get that she here. is as a as a human. She's um, and a really fucking cool human at that. You want to know about the good work that she does with the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention? Yep. She actually gets pretty deep with us on that. Like that. Yeah. She opened up a lot. I, I, you know what? Like, I don't like to get heavy on this show, mm-hmm. but something like that is, uh, it's important. It, it, like, yeah. Her doing work for that is super freaking cool. And uh, well, you never know what kind of story you're going to get when you ask. Right, also, so. right, yeah. That was that was a, a, a calculated risk. I guess. Yes, yes. Uh, but yeah, yeah. We we, it's awesome. But yeah, I'm glad it's you great. did because it's it's great. She's she's a great person. Check it out. You guys are gonna love her. Um, we do. She's awesome. We'll definitely we're gonna we're gonna have her back for something. We had a really really good time. She's super cool. Stick Very around worldly. to the end. Stick around to the end. We get be- bad cool dad accent. Jokes. Great accent. Yeah, which made her bad dad jokes that much better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's got some bangers too. Yeah, those those are some really good ones. Yeah, so stay tuned for those. Uh, enjoy yourselves. Uh, you know, you know, you know what the deal is. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Right about now. Mm-hmm. Hey everybody. Ooh. Ooh, sassy. That was I. I used the gut there. I, I used uh, good breathing. Thank you, most most across. Yes, you did. That was nice. Welcome everybody. To you sound diaphragmatic. Diaphragmatic? <laughs> What's with you in these big fucking words? Does I don't it, know, man. It, I don't know. Does that even apply here? Nope. Or is this another well, no, that, when that's, in Rome? That's that's where your power comes from. When in Rome. Uh, please continue. <laughs> Let's welcome Leah <laughs> oh, yeah. from the band Evil Walks. That's E-V-O-L. Yes. Walks. Leah, what's going on? Hey, we're back. I'm excited and it's nice and warm here in Australia. Uh, yes, yeah, yes. she's coming to us from Australia. Yes, which is pretty awesome. We've had Australians on the show before. We have, which they they come from LA. That's true. But our first Australian in Australia. Yeah, that's true. Our first Australian while in Australia. That's nice. Ooh. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, we've had Canadians from Canada mm-hmm. as well. Uh, they tend to be the sweetest people in the world. Well, it's Canadians generally are from Canada. You mean in well, Canada? In Canada, yeah. yeah. They they've called in from. We've had Canadians call in from the U.S. This is true. You remember? But they're also from Canada. They are. They are from Canada. But welcome to Vegas, my podcast. It is a spring there. <laughs> it's the fucking winter here. It is. That's what um, brains. Are this not this actually this episode is going to be airing on December twenty sixth. Yeah, so so uh, it's the day after Christmas. Happy Ooh, holidays. Happy day. 
And Boxing Day, yeah. Boxing Day. What's Boxing Day? Please enlighten us. Boxing Day is like Australia and I think maybe the UK's version of Black Friday. Um, So you have the day off after Christmas and if you enjoy shopping, you can go and get murdered by crowds trying to get sales or if you like me and prefer to stay away from retail at all costs, you'll be floating around the pool with like a fruit juice or your drink of choice and some delicious Christmas leftovers. Nice. What's uh like? What's the Christmas uh, meal there? What's traditional yeah. for you? It's um, it's a bit of a blend of everything because it's very. Where well, I'm from, the like subtropics in Australia. I'm from a place called the Gold Coast uh, in okay. Queensland. So it's usually we're usually down by the beach. Um, there's usually like a ham, like a mm-hmm. uh, like a Hawaiian baked ham. There's lots of seafood, like cold seafoods, cold meats, fruit, um, like cold salads, noodle salads, things like that. Um. There's some hot food, but yeah, generally it's only like one or two and the rest is like cold dishes and charcuterie, things like that. Nice. Charcuterie. I love charcuterie. I do too. I can eat all of the charcuterie. Yeah. I made made that for lunch today. I have a problem (laughs) making charcuterie because uh, I'm constantly eating it while making it. I do the same thing. I'll make the board and then I'll go to give out the board. I'm like, there's nothing on the board. I'm like, oh, that's right. That's, oh, that's. Here's the board. The only thing on it are some nuts and uh, jam. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the big jam that no one wants anyway. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a really good jalapeno, raspberry jalapeno jam. Damn, that, is, that sounds good. It is, it is banging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is banging. So I had that today it, with my, my vegan cheese. I actually Ooh. found, uh, what is it called? I think it's Vio Life or something like that. Yeah, they're great. Vio Life. They had uh, like a block of aged cheddar product <laughs> right, right. i guess you could say so i i got it and um you know i was i was kind of like i was weary at first especially like so my wife i cut up a nice aged piece of cheddar and i'm like man that's so good but i don't want to die later <laughs> and there's like uh, a really good provolone and stuff right, right. and I, I i had that and i put it on the side man i put that with with some raspberry jalapeno jam on some wheat thins Ooh. Oh man, it was good. Zeo Life, not a sponsor, but could be. Could yeah. be a sponsor. Yeah. Yeah, I find that like any any vegan cheese that I've tried, I've I've had better luck trying the ones that are in block form where you can like cut it and slice mm-hmm. it and put it on crackers and stuff, versus it being like something you're trying to melt on something. You they know, don't like, melt to great. put on a burger or something like that. It's it, it, I haven't had as much luck in that way. So the the Vio Life is good though. Uh, yeah, the beer also, milk's okay. They yeah. they have the singles, uh Go Veggie, I think it's called. Right. Um they have really good uh pepper jack cheese. Well, I mean a craft single doesn't have any cheese in it either. Right. So, yeah. It's but they tend to melt better for burgers <laughs> and stuff. And then and then the the trick is with the VO life, you you melt it, it doesn't look like it's melted, but you take it out and you let it sit for like a minute or two. And then it melts. Then it kind of becomes part of the sauce and everything. Oh. When, like when you're doing like a pizza, let's right, say. right. Are you? Uh, are you? Uh, do you cook? Are you? Do you enjoy the culinary arts? I do. I love to cook. I. Uh, oh. I'm. I'm very much a cook. Oh, not. What's your uh, like? What's one of your go-to? Um, so I used to, I had to alter it a bit when I moved like, uh, meat and dairy out of my life, but there's a pasta I cook. It's like an avocado carbonara. So instead of, nice. um, use like avocado, 
Um, you can use Greek yogurt or like vegan Greek yogurt and lots of like basil and you spin it all up with like spinach and stuff and then you can add bacon to it or you can add bacon if you like. And it's, sure. uh, I always get it requested at um, things that I make. My friend's like, can you please make that for me? I'm like, sure. No that's worries. Awesome. Nice. That's how you, so you get requests. And that's even better. I, yeah, just for that specific dish. I'm not too good at anything else. <laughs> what do you? What's a typical like you make for yourself when you're at home? Like if you're just sitting around and you're like, ah, I'm gonna do, I'm just gonna do something. Do you like? Do you go down YouTube rabbit holes and start trying things, or do you like have your staples that you just kind of? Oh, uh, I have my staples. I have a um, I have a broccoli soup. Sounds a bit doesn't sound great, but it's delicious. I have a broccoli soup I make, um, and then I also make a mushroom pasta, like a mushroom carbonara that I really oh, enjoy. Nice. Oh, okay. I I can't do the mushroom thing. It's just my, uh, it's no? my nemesis. Mushrooms yeah. are my nemesis. Mushroom, oh, mushrooms man. are his. Uh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I don't know why either. Like it's weird. I, I, I think I used to eat them like when I was younger, right? But all of a sudden, it just it got grossed out. And the worst was went to some uh, German restaurant, and I didn't know that there were mushrooms in it. And it was like whatever the dish was, it just had all these mushroom caps on top, and I was so grossed out. And I was so <laughs> grossed out that I actually made my wife or my girlfriend at the time, with now my wife, right? she has not, since she saw my face when that dish came in front of me, she won't eat mushrooms either. <laughs> she saw how horrified I was of mushrooms, <laughs> and she has not eaten mushrooms since then. It's oh like my people gosh. Won't, people won't go see a horror movie with somebody because they, they freak out. So right, much. exactly. <laughs> I can't even order that because your face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So she like won't even get it on pizza or anything like that, and it's amazing. Yeah, crazy. Oh wow, you've yeah. really had an effect there. Yeah, I, I guess so. I see. I, I like. I I used to do like a, a portobello sandwich. You know, I, I think those are really good. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, um, I do that. Like yeah, but like on the grill too. I, I like those. I think it's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I never got into like the small ones. I don't like them. I don't like them in. I think I don't like mushrooms in wet dishes. Like if the if if it's a saucy or wet kind of dish, the mushrooms feel more slimy. Right, 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 right. Whereas if the mushrooms are if it's more of a like a it's a, it's a cap or it's added to something and it's dry, it's like then it's more substantial to me. I'm not like, I don't know. I'm a texture person. So. Uh, I will eat mushrooms all day, every day. I don't care where they are or where they're from. I will just eat them. I love mushrooms. <laughs> Huge fan. What um what. What brought you to kind of take meat and cheese and stuff like that out of your diet? Um, so I started, I for the meat side of things, I really, like, I love animals. And it just occurred to me one day, like, you know, if I really love animals, why am I eating them? Seems like when I had, when there's alternatives, right. you know, yeah. if there was no alternatives or like if I went out and killed it with my own hands, that's right. one thing, but the mass industrialization of uh, the slaughter of animals really bothered me. So I decided to not do that. And then with dairy, um, I kept eating it for a while, and then I just kept getting really sick. So I was like, well, my stomach obviously doesn't like dairy, so I'm not yeah. going to eat that either. Yeah, it's that the, the time when you find out that your stomach hates something that your mouth enjoys. Yeah, it was like, devastating. Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> why, you, why, why does my body hate me? <laughs> Yeah. I was Why would so you upset? It should never contradict. 
no. And I, I just, I was so devastated for a while. And I'm like, eh, oh well, it is what it is. What, yeah. uh, if, do you, is there anything that you miss where you're just like, God damn it, like that you can't find a substitute that works for you? Um, I mean, I've pretty much found a substitute for most things, which is really cool. Um, yeah. I, I would say I miss ice cream, but they do great vegan ice creams now. Also, sorbet. Yeah, yeah. some really good ones. Yeah, yeah. The coconut milk ice cream is yes. bomb. Oh my god, yes, I love coconut milk, so it's it's perfect. Yeah, um, I'm a big fan of it. So delicious. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I th- I I think sometimes the cheese in the pastas because they don't taste the way you remember them. But I've accidentally eaten cheese, or like um, I went to Italy recently. And it was really hard to find stuff that was completely dairy and meat free. Right. So there was once or twice that I ended up eating it. And my mouth just didn't like that either. It was like, there's a weird coating on this. And I was like, damn it, I can't even enjoy this either. This is bullshit. <laughs> well, you know what? That's good, though. Now, now, now your mouth and stomach are working together instead of yeah. So they're working Yeah, awesome. they're both working against me. Right, yeah. But, but at least they're a team. Right. <laughs> they are a team, finally. Exactly. What um what brought you to the states? Um, so I came to the states at the beginning of 2014, and it was music. I um I was in a different band in Australia, and we'd been doing some touring, and we played like uh the local stage at the big day out here, and done some things. And we got I got an email from uh, an A and R rep at this company called A and R Worldwide uh, in like the December 2013. And I was kind of like floating around, like, what am I doing with my life? I was like 22. I have no idea. And um, they're like, hey, like, who writes music? Like, we'd love you to come to LA and do this showcase. And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's me. So sure. And they're like, cool. Can you be here on the 1st of January? And it was like the 10th of December. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, sure. So um, my uncle, yeah, right. My uncle lent me some money because I said I promised to sell my car. Um, but it was a stick shift, so it took a little longer than I think we were both anticipating. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I jumped on a plane and I was in L.A. 1st of January, and that's where I actually ended up forming Evil Walks, and that's L.A.'s been my home since 2014. That's awesome. Nice. What was, it, was there, like, a big culture shock for you at all? Yeah, there. honestly, there definitely was. And at first, um, yeah, I thought I knew a lot of things when I was 22, and um, looking back, did. I... I knew nothing. Um, so at first I didn't really realize what it was I was experiencing because, you know, Australia is definitely, we, our main language is English. Um, our main language is, or our main religion is Christianity or Catholicism, um, depending. So you think that, you know, the US and Australia would not be that big of a culture. So, but of course it is. You got, we have 25 million people. You have 300 and something million people. Um, the culture is completely different. The way we, our countries were founded were completely different. So I would definitely find like um, I had to change my humor a little bit or change the way I addressed things because just in America, it just wasn't either acceptable or people were like, wait, what? I found that my sarcasm did not hit as well. People thought I was being deadly serious and I was like, oh, this, is, this, this isn't good. People here get so, really hung up on certain words too that are very common in Australia. They do. I I am not one that throws around the yeah, yeah. I don't throw around the sea bomb so much because I'm a lady. But uh, I do when I get very angry. But yeah, even just I say fuck a lot, and at yeah. the time, like people were just like, it's like what? It's just the word fuck. Like right. what, what is the problem here? And people are like, oh, you can't say that. I'm like, why? We're in an Uber. I, like, I said I it. I already said it. I said it already. So yes, I can. I did it. 
Yeah, I said it like five times. Nothing happened. Look that. Look outside. Nothing's changed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all the same here. But yeah, I, I think I had a better time of it in Los Angeles than I would have had like maybe if I was further in Middle America. Because again, like right, I think right. as you, I think America has so many different cultures and um like yeah. social yeah. norms and things. It's just this huge, amazing melting pot. So I think I had it easier in LA, but yeah, there was definitely a time there where I was like, am I ever going to be able to make friends? Because this is hard. <laughs> well, that's that's one thing that I, I just recently had that discussion where it's like uh, with somebody where you, you talk about different countries or even, you know, Australia is a continent, a complete continent. Right. And it's like universally, yeah, there's there's different things here and there, but the culture is kind of the culture. Right. Whereas... If you come to America, you know, you drive 100 miles one way and shit's completely different. Like, yeah, very, very different. So, well, America's weird because it's, it's, it's like Europe in size in certain ways. Yeah. And, but we're one thing. Right. And, and, right, right, right. But it's like, we're not. There's a lot of different ways of living in yep. different places, but we're all trying to still be the one thing. Yeah. And so it's a little weird that way that like I've noticed it's just kinda like <laughs> So all the same. After these messages we'll be right back. What's up guys? Gonna talk to you a little bit about our sponsors real quick. Just wanna start off with grillyourassoff.com. If you are going into grilling season like we are, then you know that you always need a little rub. You always need a little sauce. You need something that's going to help your grilling get better. Help those chicken breasts, right? Ooh. They get a little dry sometimes. You want to make sure you're saucing them up. You want to make sure those ribs have got a nice dry rub and a saucy rub. Go to GrillYourAssOff.com. Check it out. I've used their stuff. It's delicious. 10% off with the promo code BACON. Another place you can go to to get 10% off with that promo code drinkwildbills.com mm. they've got delicious sodas they've got all sorts of different flavors from sarsaparilla to birch beer to you name it you got your root beers you got your cream sodas you got your cream sickles yeah uh sugar free for you guys watch the waistline indeed and also they've got some great jerky stuff they've mm. got oh, the brisket bites are a plus Indeed. a plus and if you go there go to drinkwildbills.com use the promo code bacon get 10 percent off one more place you can use that same promo code bacon is our oldest sponsor poddex if you're a podcaster if you are a budding interviewer if you are just somebody that has a hard time talking to people every now and then or want to do something fun with your friends check out poddex.com they have these decks of cards 50 cards per deck 50 questions check it out learn things about your friends learn things about people learn how to talk a little bit more and be a little bit more comfortable always use the promo code bacon again to get 10 percent off your order they got cool swag too indeed and last but not least of course always frame the balls mm, yes is that what you do? Frame the balls. Frame the balls? Well, you could. You could frame the balls. You could. Though. You could. But if you got a bush, it's just not. It's the summer. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Yeah. Use the lawnmower 4.0. Use the perfect package and go to manscaped.com. Use the promo code BACONPOD. 
you'll get 20% off your order. And they've got all sorts of great stuff. If you're a guy who's looking to feel so fresh and so clean. Indeed. And not only do you get 20% off, but you also get free shipping. Free so shipping? Shine up those balls, get rid of that bush, clean yourself up. And if Indeed. you don't clean yourself up, start. Yeah. Bacon Pod, 20% off, free shipping. Check it out. Thank you to our sponsors. Thanks for hanging out. What's your bacon? What's up? It's Josh from Glasslands. You can check out our music at glasslands.co. And you've been consuming Bacon is My Podcast. So, like, going to L.A. from, from Australia, uh, you guys tour a lot. Um, what's, what's your favorite? Uh, you haven't come to the East Coast yet. Um, no, I, I wish we had, but we haven't gotten that far yet. But what what is your favorite area to go and tour from a personal perspective and then a band perspective? Because I know for, yeah, for us, uh, like, you know, some broken down shit bar in the middle of bumfuck nowhere is awesome because there's nothing else to do yeah. anywhere. Uh, and... All the kids are like, fuck it, we're going to go to this bar and pack it out. And, and you're sweaty, it's gross, whatever. But very different from a personal perspective. What what about you? Where, where's your favorite areas to go? I definitely think, like, from a band perspective, I love going to the rural and the country areas because exactly as you said, um, there's not as much to do. You're not competing with as many things. And people are just genu genuinely stoked that you're there. Like, not just because it's like, oh, entertainment, but it's like people who aren't from here, let's go hang out. And yeah. I feel like they don't have the same, um, you know, if I love playing in LA, obviously, like it's become my hometown. Um, but, you know, you play at a show in LA and they're like sitting there and they got their arms crossed and they're like, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Well, Tool's playing up the street. Could have seen Katy Perry tonight too. Yeah. Right, right. Whereas you go to a country town, they're like, oh my God. Like, you might not even be playing in tune. You've just, like, done, like, your startup. They're like, this is amazing. You're like, oh, okay, well then. Yeah, this is going to be a good one. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be great. So I, I love the enthusiasm that comes. I know that people in metropolitan areas, like, they have enthusiasm. It's just expressed differently. Yeah. Yeah, well, and then, and it's like, there's, like you said, there's so many things going on. We're, we're in New York, so it's, like, yeah. the same kind of thing. You know, yeah. we go play in the city, and it's like, I could see come see you in the city, but I could also just come out of my apartment and go to the bar right next door where there's vamps all night. Uh, or I could take subways for 30 minutes to find your place. You know? It's, yeah. Well, it's the same thing, you know, even here on Long Island, because we're, we're just, out, we're just outside the city. Yeah. And, and, you know, we booked a show and then my chem booked a show and it's like, right. oh crap. All right. Right. Well, there goes our draw. Yeah. <laughs> so got to be a slow night, guys. Yeah. Yeah. We get it. We get it. What What about personally, like, like food and just the area, the culture, the the feel of the place? What 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 do you love going to? Um, I really love go. Like, honestly, I think I'm a bit biased. Like, I do love going to places like Los Angeles um, to play. I really I played in Stockholm, and I love. I love playing in Stockholm. Um, it's the Swedes are, Swedes are Um I also really enjoy uh, going down to Melbourne in Australia. Melbourne's great. Um, I, when I get over to the East Coast, I'm sure I can add New York to that list. 
because uh, everything's yeah. open after the show too. So like, That's it's true. not like you you finish right. it like yeah, it's not like you finish at one. You're like, what are we gonna eat? Don't know. Hope we bought food beforehand. Whereas if you're in like right. you know one of the biggest cities, you're like, oh, there's a 24 hour restaurant. There's this, and we can get sushi, and we can right. you diners. Know, it's, People yeah, diners. diners are all, are, we're all going to another place. Yeah. 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 Diners are the best. But I, yeah. I will warn you, because so um, I know I know we've gotten the, the email as well. We, we're WTF people too. So uh, like we had Tori's band, uh, Stud Camp. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. They came. Uh, no vegan things after midnight. Well, that's Long Island. You go in the city. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We brought we brought them out here for a show. And, and yeah. They were like, hey, is there any good vegan spots? And I was like, uh, no. an hour ago. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can have a salad at a diner. Maybe, maybe a black bean burger. Maybe, maybe there's a uh, a Chinese food restaurant open. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. So it's rougher in Long Island because it's, you know, we're, we're like the Midwest out here. <laughs> yeah. I'm from the Midwest, so yeah. <laughs> Very similar. Very similar. Get it. So, um, I, I also, I checked out a couple of different interviews that you've done and stuff. So I was intrigued, um, to find out that, uh, that you have, you have once were machete throwing. <laughs> yes. Yes. I would yes, like to hear uh... this. I would like to hear this story. Uh, okay. I've, I have been axe throwing and, and I, I find that that's a hard thing to stick into the wall. So <laughs> not only, not only how the hell were you throwing machetes at a wall in a bar, but also, uh, how long did it take you to master actually getting them to stick into the wall? Like you're, you're thrown at. I think you give us more credit than we would do. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I think it was, uh, I think it was 2015. We were on a tour of Australia and, um, we went, we were playing at this place in this, uh, country town in country Victoria called Bendigo. I think we're in Bendigo. Yeah. Bendigo. And, um, there was this venue called Music Man. Um, and it was this upstairs bar and we played there and we were sleeping. And then there was like a second floor and all the bands were like sleeping there the night. Like nice. even the bands that were local to Bendigo decided to sleep there that night. So that's, yeah, yeah <laughs> I don't know why we were on the floor, but anyway, so it was my drummer, Jimmy's birthday. Um, he's also sober. Neither of us were sober at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to say. So once the show was over, um, the owner of the venue like shut the bar down, shut all the doors, and he's like, "Right now, the real party starts." We're like, "Fuck yeah!" So like everything we could drink, we we literally drained this bar of most of its alcohol. Um, we were just having the best time. We were having sing-alongs, and there was a dartboard at the end. We were all absolutely hammered. We shouldn't have been, you know, we shouldn't have been handling guitars, let alone sharp objects. Um, and someone, I don't even remember who it was, just started like wanting to play darts and then someone was like why are we throw why are we throw this knife and we're like oh okay and it was like a bit of a like that's not a knife moment and um, (laughs) i was waiting for that yes yeah it's kind of like that so it was my drummer's birthday so he got the first throw so he's waiting and we're like fighting and they come out with this huge fuck off knife like this is a knife um and he like gets it and he's like wasted like you know, and there's a video, like I still have this video. Um, the nice. bar is packed. Like there's no safety going on here. And he's just like holding it and you just hear my voice in the background, like, throw it your sock. 
hurry up and he's like Whoa. and he's just like swaying and then he like looks and he like throws it and it just like i have no idea how no one died it just like sticks into the wall and we're like yeah and then i think it just kept going and no one was stabbed which was nice but i'm sure that's amazing that's good yeah, I don't know what who owned the building, but they're probably not going to be too happy about the giant holes in the wall from the giant machete. <laughs> That's awesome. Did anybody hit the dartboard? I don't think so. I don't think the <laughs> dartboard was hit at any point. Um, I don't know. I don't know if this is a thing uh, anywhere else, but my cousin taught me uh, a game called beer darts. Beer darts. Beer darts, and and basically what you do is uh, everybody has a beer. A can of beer. We'll, we'll, we'll use this as the uh, the the demonstration for those of you listening. Just audio. He yep. has a can. I have a can. <laughs> uh, so uh, everybody sits equidistant okay. from each other. What they did. And they yeah yeah. Uh, and they put the can between their feet okay. on the ground. And you everybody you, you throw the dart at the can. That's <laughs> that's in front of a human. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yeah, that's and, nice. and that if you hit terrible. if you hit this lip above here, right, you have to drink the whole thing. Okay. If you hit anywhere in between, you have to drink up to where the hole is. To where the hole is, right? And that's it. What if you hit the person? No, <laughs> I you're disqualified. I, I got a dart in my foot, and guess what? Yeah, walk but... it off, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what you get. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't know if that, that's a game anywhere else, but my cousin in Arizona. Wear boots. Uh, my cousin in Wear Arizona. Boots. Yeah. My, my Adidas did not. No. Did not protect protect me from that that dart. Not the day for the sneaks. No. No. Nope. I, well, I didn't know I was playing beer darts. That that was an impromptu thing. So that sounds. Uh, a... If if anybody's ever bored, I'm sure you could do that with a can of seltzer as well. Yeah. Terrible. I. Yeah. I think that sounds like a great game that I might add to my roster. <laughs> I might Don't wear machetes, a, though. No, I might wear a protective suit of some kind. Yeah, right, right. Just one of those chainmail like shark suits. Yes. Yeah. I think yeah. I've got one in my cupboard actually. So. Nice. Perfect. Don't we all? Yeah. We yeah. all have those. That's excellent. Yeah. Um you're in Australia, you go in the water. Right. You know, LARPing, whatever, that's a thing. I could be yeah. one. Absolutely. <laughs> Are you a LARPer? No, but I have in my past maybe done some LARPing. Done some LARPing? Oh, what's what's LARPing. What's your uh were you are 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 you a bard? Are you an archer? Are you a are you a mage? What's your I think I, I think I, from memory I believe I was some kind of uh like mage crossed with some kind of like damsel. I was I was sixteen or seventeen, <laughs> you have to remember. A mage damsel. A mage damsel. A mage you know. damsel, right. Lull so them look, into a false sense of security right. and then ha ha mage. Like you look like you need help, and then when you get them in, shazam, mage. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I like, I like, I like that. I like that. Africa mage. <laughs> um, getting into a little bit more serious stuff, uh, you're an advocate for uh, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention mm -hmm. uh, and um, living. Uh, what, uh, what brought you into that? Uh, that world, um, and I, I think that's really cool because I don't think that. Uh, I mean, now it's become more prevalent, right? But I, you know, it's still it's still there. It's still an issue, and people are still like worried about 
looking weak and, and stuff like that. So what 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 brought you into that community and made you an advocate? So there are, there are a few different things. Um, one of them is obviously personally, like I have like been diagnosed with um, and professionally and suffered from like depression uh, for quite some time. Um, so there's that aspect of it. Um, there is someone who is very close to me that I can't like, obviously I'm not going to spout their yeah, things, right. but someone very close to me who um, did attempt suicide and it was, it kind of broke everything apart. Um, and then my childhood best friend, we were friends since we were eight. Um, and he and I were inseparable, like absolutely inseparable up until we were about 15, 16. He was also my first ever boyfriend. Um, and then, you know, we were obviously still close friends into our twenties, but not as much as we had been. And, um, you know, I, I was in LA and, I was just, I had a big show coming up. It was like May 2015, May 23rd, um, 2015. And I got this phone call from my mum. And like this, you know, his name was Chris. And after school, he would like come over to my house and, you know, he'd hang out and my mum would like pay him to wash her car. Like, because he, he, he's, he wanted these like really expensive shoes and like, right. you know, his mum wouldn't buy them for him. So mum's like, if you wash my car, I'll pay, you know, he'd ride it. Like, we were just inseparable. And, um, yeah, my mom called me and she's like, oh, are you excited for the show tonight? I was like, yeah. She's like, don't go on Facebook. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, just don't go on Facebook. I was like, oh, I'm going to go on Facebook. She's like, Leah, don't go on Facebook. And I was like, why? She's like, well, I don't want to tell you because you've got this really big showcase tonight. I'm like, you just need to tell me. So, um, yeah, he had gone out one night and, I yeah, he decided to hang himself. Uh, oh, and, yeah, he so that really affected me. Um, and I think I was in denial about how much that affected me at the time because, um, you know, we weren't as close as we had been when we were younger, but you know, we, I was only 23, so it was only like three or four years since we'd been like, and, um, yeah, I just, it just absolutely shattered me. And I just, I just used to think like, if only he had known that there was a way that he could speak to people and not feel ashamed or, or like know that there was somewhere that he could get help um because especially in australia there is a toxic masculinity culture um there is a kind of taboo around men sharing their feelings and men being able to express when they need help uh which is bullshit because it's not about men and women it's about human beings like if you're yeah. sad you're fucking sad like if someone's be putting you down because you have feelings that person can fuck off like quite seriously like everyone needs to be able to emote and so I've always looked for ways that I could support organizations that allowed people who needed that help um, to get that help. And obviously the American Foundation of Suicide Prevention is something that I became involved in through a friend called John Bonham. And when I was in the US, I did become like a co-captain of one of the teams for the Santa Monica Walk, helped raise money, do all of that. And then an organization here in Australia, which I think is also international now is Livin. Um, and their motto is it ain't weak to speak. And obviously it does encompass everyone, but it does put a lot of focus on helping men understand that, you know, just cause it's not about gender, it's about how you feel. Um, and I just am really passionate about having people who feel like they can't talk to anyone, understand that they can. Um, and that is why, because maybe if those organizations had been more prevalent, then Chris would still be with us today. 
That's like that's huge though, because because yeah. I mean, listen, we we've all you know we faced that before in our lives, Absolutely. you know, um, and but it's it's way different, like to take it to the next level where you're you're taking it where you're like, well, I'm gonna get involved, and I'm gonna, like you said, you became a team captain and stuff like that. So hats off to you. That that's so cool. Like, yeah, that's really really cool. That's, that is really awesome. And and everybody listening, like this is all. Uh, you know, we're a fun podcast and positivity and everything, but be positive that uh, it is not weak to, to speak to somebody. It is not weak to have emotion, have feelings. We are just human beings. You know what yeah. I mean? Paratesticals does not mean that uh, you aren't allowed to have feelings. No, that makes you a bigger pussy in a lot of cases. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but I, that's, that's amazing. I think that's huge, and I think it's a really um, incredible thing to do and to spend your time on to be a part of and uh i'm i'm really glad that like we're entering we seem to be entering an age people are fighting it but we seem to be entering an age where that kind of thinking is starting to kind of not go go away away, but but be overtaken by people saying hey you know what like how about we don't grin and bear it how about we don't uh, how about we don't man up? How about we don't, you know, like think about it in terms like that? How about we get help? How about we talk to people? How about we realize that there's people out there that that give a shit? You know, um, you don't have to do things alone and all that. So just the fact that you're a part of that is pretty amazing. So um, I'm sure it's not easy. Also, I'm sure it was. Uh, it's not an easy thing to even get into because I'm sure you've had conversations with people that and and had people reach out to you that had stories and stuff that probably take you right back to moments or tear you down. And that's a really strong thing for you to do. So kudos to you. That's really awesome. Thanks. It's just, hopefully people hear it and they have somewhere to reach out to. I think that's the main, the main thing. Um, uh, where, where do you think people should go? Uh, if they want more information about these, uh, organizations you work with, where can they go? So all of them have a very strong presence on across all social media. They have Instagram, Facebook, and obviously their own websites. Uh, AFSP, um, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Um, you can, I think it's AFSP.org. And Livin is L-I-V-I-N. So it's kind of like short for living because Australia, like, we drop the G. Um, it's, I think it's Livin.org or, again, social media places like that. Um, that's the best place. And those organizations, uh, it, with a living especially, they do have resources that you can get onto pretty quickly um, if you are in need. Nice. Awesome. Uh, also, as a songwriter, um, you write lyrics that are very close to you at times, and then at times we write stories. But when we write lyrics that are very close to us and, and taking us through things and maybe helping us get out of things, can you remember a time, or, or maybe the first time, that you heard a song where you heard lyrics and you were like, oh my God, this this is pulling me out of this, or this was written for me. You know, like, I feel like this is for me. I, I, I feel like this, whoever wrote this song gets me. And have you been lucky enough to have a time where someone has spoken to you about something that you wrote affecting that? Um, the first one is so hard because I, I honestly, ever since I was little, I would hear songs and just be like, oh my God, like this, I feel like this is really like pulling me out of that place. Um, I think one song for me was definitely like She Sells Sanctuary by The Cult. Um, 
yeah, I, I think I was like maybe 13 or 14 and just, you know, as a teenager, you know, you think you're always going through things and sometimes you definitely are. And um, I was definitely like in a place where I was, you know, thinking like, you know, not in the best headspace. And I just remember hearing that song. I was like, oh, damn, this is like really, you know, getting me getting me out of this. Um, I do have a lovely, a lovely fan whose name is Brian. And um, he reached out to me during the pandemic, I think, and he heard one of our songs online and he said like, he really like he uses our music i think he he has some health complications and it makes him quite upset so he he often reaches out and say like you know this song helped me with this aspect of my life or this song helped me get sober or you know it it's really quite nice he's very uh he's very vocal about the things that he says that our music has helped him with which is very humbling but also kind of you're like really did i i, I don't know man i think you're giving me too much credit here i think you did that yourself <laughs> But, um, it's crazy it's crazy yeah. right because you think about that and it's like on one hand yeah you want to you you want to be the first person to be like yo all that strength is you like you're killing it like that's awesome like, keep doing you and then that other part is like wow i wrote something that even in the most minuscule way helped someone find strength or think about something different or anything like that it's super can be super humbling and stuff but that's got to be that's just you know why do we do this? <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. It's like, it is. it's a, uh, it's a connection. That's what you said at the beginning, you know, it's like, you know, exactly. Like, yeah. Well, like we certainly universe... don't do it for the money. Yeah. No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I should have gone to law school. Like I was going to. <laughs> Damn it. Damn um, it. So uh quick question. Uh, during the pandemic, uh, you lived in Stockholm, Sweden. Um, how did that come about? And, and like, was it because of a necessity thing where you're like, oh shit, I'm in Sweden and I gotta just tough it out? Or do you have a residence there kind of thing? Okay, so it's a very interesting story. Uh, so, um, because anyway, I, I, it was kind of weird. So, uh, my manager is Swedish, um, Blue Lemon Management. Um, and at the beginning of 2020, they were like, hey, Jens, my manager, Jens Zellenberg, was like, hey, we're going to get you over to Sweden to do some songwriting. I was like, sick one. And then two weeks later, it's like, oh, the world ended. And I was like, what the fuck? Uh, this sucks. Right. So I was, you know, really trying to channel like positivity at the time. So I was like just doing that like mantra, self-fulfilling prophecy, like I will go to Sweden. I will go to Sweden. So we get to fast forward to September 2020 and I'm just like, world's ended, whatever. Um so flew back to Australia because, um, you know, there was the LA riot, the new riots happened and they happened right outside my window in my apartment. I was like, this is traumatizing, but I'm not really sure how to process this yet. I'm going to go back to Australia. So I was in my, um, I was in my 14 day mandated hotel quarantine, which was also not fun. And like literally three days into this quarantine and I'm like sitting there like, I'm going insane. Um, I get a call from my manager. He's like, Leah. And I was like, yes. He's like, we want you to come to Sweden. And I was like, I'm in hotel quarantine in Australia. He's like, and the only way that I could have gone to Sweden was from Australia because they weren't letting Americans in. Right. Um, so I had to come from America, no dice. Um, mm -hmm. Funny how the universe works. I was like, so when do you want me there? He's like, oh, like next week. And I was like, I'll still be in quarantine next week. And he's like, well, as soon as you can. I was like, is this the thing that can wait? Because I literally just got back or do I have to come now? I was like, no, you have to come now. I was like, okay then. Well, so I got like maybe like a week and a half. Uh, once I got out of quarantine, I got like a week right. and a half with my family. And then 
on the plane to Sweden um, on a tourist visa, 90 days. And um, yeah, when I was there, I started working on a bunch of stuff. Uh, Australia closed its borders. Uh, so I couldn't go back to Australia, which was not fun. And uh, I ended up meeting my partner there. So I do have a Swedish partner. So that's very good. Um, and he obviously, I had my own house in Sweden, but um, if something had happened, I could have stayed with him. And then, yeah, I just ended up extending that tourist visa through until July because I didn't have a residence in the US currently and like doing all the flights and everything, they kept getting cancelled. So the Swedish migration, they were wonderful. They were so, they're like, yeah, that's fine. We'll just extend that for you. Like there's a pandemic. I'm like, oh my God, thank yeah, you. Yeah, the world's that's shut amazing. down. We'll, we'll, we'll be all right. It is. Well, you'd think so, but the American uh, immigration are not so nice. So well, no, luckily, I'm yeah. Yeah, I have a green card, so it's fine. But like, if I didn't, I'd be in trouble. I'd be in trouble. Um, yeah, so I was there and I worked on a bunch of new music for Evil Warps, which was great. Um, I was actually just recently in Sweden for the last few months as well. Um, and yeah, and there's also a new project coming out that I can't talk much about yet, but it's it's a bit exciting because it's uh, with a producer that I've been dreaming of working with since I was about 12. So nice. That's there's some things cool. coming. Awesome. Congrats on whatever that is. Thank you. I do, I do know, actually, so funny enough, I, I watched, um, ah, man, Netflix has some kind of like, uh, documentary series. It's like a music documentary series mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And they were talking about how Sweden is like the hotbed for songwriting. Like, that's where it all comes from. So I'm, I'm excited. Well, I'm yeah. excited to hear what, isn't what it, comes um, from. it's like there's that, that, that's not a duo. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that, that right. And like, there's another guy everything. too. Everything they write, everything for everyone. Who, who, and and they all come from like like metal bands, right? And they write all these amazing pop hits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, so yeah, that's, 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 so what, that's, that's what metal artists have to do to make money. <laughs> well, right, right, right. Play play festivals and write pop songs for other people. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. That makes works. a lot of sense. That's how, that's how it works. <laughs> um. Okay. Speaking of paying bills. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, we got to pay some bills real quick. Um, and you are going to help us. And it's going to help us. It's going to be fun Let's and exciting. That money. Yeah. The, what, one of the ways we do that <clears throat> is through one of our gracious sponsors called Poddex. And what Poddex is, is they're decks of cards. Uh, they're like, um, they're like icebreakers when, uh, when people don't have verbal diarrhea like we do. They need, they need subjects to talk about. So what Poddex does is, Gives us questions and, and, uh, different episode ideas and things like that. And, uh, Jimmy brings it to the bar every once in a while and, hey, you guys look like you're having a hard time here. <laughs> uh, so what Podex does is they take these decks, uh, they put 50 cards in these decks. Within each card is a question and we get our guest to pick from one of the decks and pick a random question. So your choices are this, uh, could do the interview deck. Interview deck two, would you rather be episode deck, what the heck, what the fuck, and how dare you? Ooh, I think how dare you, just because of the way you said it. What, what was that? You gotta say it the same way. Oh, actually, no. Does that mean I have to do a dare? That might mean I no, have no, to no, do no, a no, dare. No, 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 it's not a dare. It just means you have to say it like no, that. No, you have to just say, how dare you? Yeah. I like it. I like it. I like yes. it. Um, okay, we'll do that then. So cool. Mike is going to uh, shuffle the How Dare You deck. And I will just How dare you? Within the sound of my voice, you can go to poddecks.com. You can check out these decks, plus many more. They come out with new stuff all the time. They also have an app that you can check out if you don't want to use cards and you just want to do it on your phone. 
you know, lazy-like, you can do that as well. They also have uh, some sweet merch. Mm -hmm. They use the t-shirts that, as everybody knows, I hate t-shirts that are itchy on the nipples. I hate it. I hate it. Mm -hmm. And and Poddex, they use the nice soft style t-shirts. Yes. Soft style t-shirts. Those are the best. Those are the best. So go ahead and uh, fill your card up with stuff over at poddex.com. Use the promo code BACON because everything is better with BACON. And you get 10% off your entire order. Ooh. How's that whiskey? It's uh, it's there. Yeah. This is delicious. <laughs> Mine is delicious. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's mm. honeycomb. It is. Uh, it's sweet. It's delicious. It's good. All right, so I am going to take the finger of power, and I am going to go from my left to my right, your right to your left. Leah, you tell me when to stop, and that will be your card. Stop. Stopping right here. All right. If you could say anything to one person in your life with no consequences whatsoever, what would it be? That's a good one. Oh my god. I know, because it's kind of like doing it. <laughs> it's kind of like doing it, isn't it? Um, oh. That's mean. I'm not sure. You don't You don't have to say who it is. You don't have to tell us who it is, but you could say whatever you want to say to that person that shall know. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I like that. Okay. It's like... Maybe... You should stop eating so much dairy because you actually are lactose intolerant. And when you do eat dairy, it's disgusting to be around you for at least five to ten minutes afterwards. <laughs> yeah, to you, person. <laughs> you speak to my wife? <laughs> I'm so disgusted. So it's not so like bad. I feel like she's saying it to me because I just talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Cheese is... is Amazing! It just it ruins everybody. Yes, it ruins. It's everybody. food of the gods, and gods are mean. <laughs> <laughs> so if, the, uh, if the person who I said that about does listen, they will know that. Uh, well, they already know. I've already. We've already <laughs> talked about this. <laughs> you, you, you've you've told them. Oh well, then that's well, not. Well, that's not. But they, not, but they directly, still... not so directly, but, but they recognize it's a problem. But they uh, they recognize it, but they're like, well. Like, ah. Okay. That's okay. Do you have one? Do you have something you'd like to say to somebody? You don't have to say who it is. No. I usually say things. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I have a hard time not saying things. It's <laughs> it's it's uh I get myself it could be a problem. problem. I get myself it could be a problem. problem. But hey, whatever. You know Yolo. what I wish, you know what I wish I could say to somebody without any consequences? I love you. <laughs> and I hate your face. <laughs> I feel like I should have changed mine to saying I hate your stinking guts. <laughs> well, there's, it's never too late. It's never it's too, late. too late. It's never too late. You, you know what's going to happen is is throughout the throughout the rest of the day you're going to think of things and you're going to think of people and you're going to be like, you know what? If I could say yeah, if I could say that, I'm going to text them right now. Someone someone's driving right now when they're listening to this. And they're like, I'd say, fuck you. You're right in your face. I hate you. And no, I didn't want to go to that. And I hate your mom. <laughs> oh, my God. And I really like that jacket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
All right. So uh, before we wrap up here, uh, we do have to ask you a few questions. We're, we're, we're approaching, when this airs, we're approaching New Year's. So yes. what we want to know is what is one of your most vivid and, uh, and, and impactful New Year's memories? Ooh. There are a few. I feel like one of the one of my most vivid news memories is probably being at a bush doof in uh, northern New South Wales. What's uh, a bush doof yeah. is like a rave in, okay. in like the Australian bush, right. and it's like out, it was like out in the middle of nowhere. And I was young. I was like Close to nineteen. <laughs> No, I was actually not. I was I was nineteen, and I was actually completely sober. Um, and everyone else was on acid, and I was like, Ooh, I, my boyfriend cool. at the time is my boyfriend at the time is like, you do not give her acid. I'm like, why can't I have acid? He's like, she's not having acid. I'm like, this is rude. So I was like, complete, <laughs> I was like completely sober, and there's all these like hippies like dancing around, and it was like this whole. It was almost like a music festival. And I just remember it being like midnight, and like it just being incredible because like everyone's like tripping balls, and there's like fire dancing and twirling we're in the middle of nowhere and i'm like super sober i'm like this is great and it was also freezing which was weird because it was um summer and then i'd say probably um the first news i was in stockholm it was like snowing and we're out in like, like this cabin and i was with my boyfriend and there was a fire and it was just it was really nice we were like in the sauna and like came out of the sauna so we're like in our underwear standing in the snow but it was like really hot because we'd been in the sauna and we're like three two one and it was like the news and we're like ah Minus five Celsius, and I'm in my underwear in the snow. This is weird. That's awesome. The two, two very good ones. Wait, so where, where, you've got a lot of time zones in your life. I do. Yeah. So what, where, where do you celebrate? Because I actually, uh, I my uncle uh, was from Ireland, and what we used to do all the time, and we still do, is celebrate Irish New Year, um, and like we call his family. But it's nice now because with the kids and being uh, unable to stay up late, <laughs> I can celebrate New Year's at 7 p.m. Yes, yes, here in New York. And it is fantastic. <laughs> it's amazing. So where, where do you, do you, do you celebrate in the different time zones with different people now that we got, you know, FaceTime, this kind of stuff, or, or do you stick to one main? I stick place? to the location I'm, I'm in at the time. Okay. Yeah, except for birthdays. Mean. Birthdays, I do multiple all around the world because I want multiple birthdays. Well, of course. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You got to work it out to where you can like you can fly and and set up so where New Year's you could do like two or three at once. Yeah, that would be the ideal. I actually once did New Year's Day twice. I was in Sydney for the when I moved to LA in 2014. I did New Year's Eve in Sydney. I flew to LA on New Year's Day. Had New Year's Eve in the air, and they handed out champagne to everyone on the plane. And then landed again and did another New Year's Day, so I got to be doubly hungover, which was nice. great. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, I read in um, I read David Lee Roth's biography, and he was in, in his biography. Did he say Ozzy Dozy Bop? Probably at least, probably at least once. Uh, he also said that for his thirtieth birthday, I guess there's there's some flight path that you can take. I think it's from Australia actually, where you lose a day, you mm -hmm. lose a full day. And so he took off the day before his 30th birthday and landed the day after, so he never had it. 
and he was like, I never had to turn 30. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> Because I skipped my 30th birthday. because I <laughs> And he specifically found out so he could take that flight and and That's not funny. have his birthday. Wow. I was like, genius! Wow. That's amazing! That seems like... Okay. Something I would do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it does. Yeah, you, you love, you love those, those Facebook things. Peter Pan Complex, man. By the way, thanks, thanks, Stacy, for always posting birthday not, things. It's not uh, strong. That's how I remember his. <laughs> in the morning, as you see, oh shit, it's Jimmy's birthday. Yeah, I know it's in August somewhere. Somewhere in August, somewhere. I want to know your best dad joke. Ooh. Oh, my best dad joke. What is? What do you call fly without wings? What's that? A walk. A walk. <laughs> So you know your favorite one. Which one? It's the clown one, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. My dad my dad actually told this to a waitress at a restaurant called Ground Round. And and it was a really good restaurant. Like it was really awesome. They give they gave uh, popcorn out and you just munch on popcorn the whole time while you're waiting on your meal, like thing and movie and it was good. And uh waitress comes and she she was just stone faced. Completely stone faced, and my dad was just trying to break the break that weird tension. He was like, "Hey, why don't cannibals eat clowns? Because they taste funny." <laughs> and uh, ah, the snort laugh, the, the snort best laugh. one. Uh, and uh, it didn't break that tension. No, in fact, it made it weirder. <laughs> it made it much weirder. Oh my gosh, that woman must have. Had been having a really bad day because that one was so bad it was funny, right? Yeah, yeah. My dad, my dad's got a lot of those. He's yeah, he's good with those. I actually, I I work for a nonprofit that that my parents founded, and uh, so I'm I'm starting to work there now, and I uh, am doing the I'm doing the talks and the the the, the speeches before uh, events and stuff like that. So I had to. Uh, it was like my first real one. Uh, last night, yeah. and I you did uh, great. You did thank great. you, thank you. And I said, the, I, the way I opened it, I said, my dad asked me to do this, and uh, I'm afraid that he's running out of bad dad jokes. Yeah. So, what do you got? What do you got, Jim? I, you know what? I was trying to think of some because I remember we had that. We yeah, we yeah. did that thing where we were we we did we filmed something once where we on our this, Instagram. It's, yeah, it's, it's, we it's on there. Stared at each other and told terrible dad jokes to try and make each other laugh the whole time and uh, and we had a bunch of good ones and I cannot think of one of them yeah. right now. I can't even think of one. So. But go go to the Instagram reels. Yeah, if you go to our Instagram yeah, reels we, you'll we have see some. There's some funny ones there. I like the I like the fly walk one. I, I like that. And the clowns taste funny one too. I can't I don't know why but I can't think of anything. Uh, how do you make a tissue dance? Oh. Put, put a boogie in it. Put a little boogie in it. That's <laughs> <laughs> I, I used this one last night. What do you call a blind dinosaur? Do you think he saw us? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm just leaving it to you two because I can't. I, honestly, like I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> well, because he doesn't think they're good jokes. No, I do think they're good jokes, no, but every every joke I think of is just like dead baby jokes. Yeah, there's those. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I got a few of those, but we're not going to say those. Wait, uh, what do you call sweet. a guy with a spade in his head? What's 
Doug. Mm. What do you call a guy without a spade in his head? What's that? Douglas. <laughs> I love that you had to hold it together because as soon as you said, and then she goes, Douglas. <laughs> what do you call a guy with no arms or legs lying on your front door? What? <laughs> what do you call the same guy in the ocean? Bob. <laughs> oh, I've got tears. Oh. Oh. I don't think, I don't think it, we hit the pinnacle here. Uh, yeah, I think that's the, this is where this is where we have to have you, Leah, uh, let everybody know where they can find everything Evil Walks. Well, before that, oh. I just I do quickly want to say oh, if, well, if you have sure. not checked out the over ten million views Spirit in the Sky cover that is full on uh, Mean Girls Santa dancing video on their YouTube, you guys should go check it out immediately. It's still the season, even though this is right after this. But it's still the season. It's Boxing Day. It's not even a Christmas song, but it's like... It's Boxing Day, goddammit. It's Boxing Day. Go check it out. It is fantastic. Uh, And also, just check out all the videos. Of course. So, uh, where can they find you? Uh, You can find us on Facebook at Evil Walks. And you can find us on YouTube, Evil Walks Band, or just Evil Walks. Um, Thankfully, we have, very gratefully, we have that that song so we pop up very quickly nowadays um on instagram we are evil walks you can also if you like me you can find me at adventures in plastic land um or just leah martin brown on facebook we are on spotify we are on bandcamp we are on amazon music we're on itunes we are on deezer we are on we're we're literally everywhere it's very hard to not find us the places you won't find me you might find evil walks are twitter but i try not to go there in general uh and we do have a tiktok but again it's not very active so preferably spotify youtube instagram etc man i'm trying to get the tiktok thing it's it's so hard it's so hard we're trying it's one day we'll get there i watch it at the gym when I'm on the stairmaster, because you like you tend to time travel when you watch TikTok. So when I'm on the right. stairmaster, I like set it to six and I like run up the stairs and I'm like, yes, funny videos, funny videos. Oh yes, I've been forty five minutes. Good, let's go. Oh yeah, nice. I gotta, I, I should do that on the on the elliptical. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. You time I should, travel. I should do the elliptical. <laughs> well, I should do that too. Yeah. In general, I, I just need to that. find a reason to to or a way to make time pass. <laughs> Besides rum, <laughs> time travel. I do time travel on rum. Uh, but yes, definitely check out Evil Walks in all those places. We will have links to everything in the show notes in the description mm-hmm. below. Check that out. Thank you so much for hanging with us. We really appreciate it. We had such a good time with you. Um, doors open anytime that you have anything that you ever want to do or ever want to pop in and say hello. Uh, I, I want to go to Australia terribly just so that I can order an iced coffee and get ice cream. Oh, okay. I want that. Much. That's exactly what I'm going to go do now after this podcast. Nice. Just That's for you. Amazing. That is good. Good. Thank you. Thank You're welcome. You, I was going to have one anyway, <laughs> oh, but uh, I'm going to add the ice cream to it now because you've mentioned it. Okay, good. So you, you, you said it and then you took it away <laughs> and then you gave it back. So, so. <laughs> I like to Thank keep you guessing. <laughs> 
So we we started this whole thing by uh, you know asking you and yeah. trying to find out from you and letting everybody know that there is one special question that Super we important. try to get to with this podcast. We try and find the positive. We try and find the thing that makes life a little bit better. That makes everything that you have to do something that's a little bit more fun to do. Do you remember what that question is that we ask ourselves every day? What's your bacon? Yeah, what's your bacon? I just realized I never changed the backdrop. Looks like you're doing Cheating. that in post. Yeah. <laughs> womp womp. There Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much. We're back. Ooh, Ooh that was a... That was whimsical. Oh. We're going big words today. So. Well, we were talking about LARPing, so I was, yeah, was feeling very bard-like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know, they, they, they really do need to change the name of Viking Raiders. Yeah, WWE because it's so lame. I think if they called them the LARPers, <laughs> they would probably have more fans, or maybe the LARPing Raiders. <laughs> and they came down with obvious plastic swords, <laughs> like Nerf. I'm sure they've got. Oh like, my god, that would be so great, wouldn't it? I'm sure they've got the uh, the old. Uh, uh, what were Harper and Rowan? The the Basham brothers. The Basham brothers. Yeah. The, 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 oh, yeah. Those, those terrible, <laughs> those terrible, those terrible hammers. Those terrible hammers that <laughs> they used. It's like fucking. Yeah. From Acme. <laughs> right. They were. They were like, oh, let's 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 get Final Fantasy seven sized weapons for these guys. <laughs> it was like, hey. These didn't work for the Wily e. Coyote. Let's, right. let's try this in real wrestling. This will be great. It is great. Um, but yeah, uh, that was a great. That was that was fun. Yeah, that was, was a lot, lot of fun. fun. She's uh, super she was, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had a good time. It was, this is this is another one of those episodes where it's like, oh, cool, we made a friend. Yeah. You absolutely. Know? And I love those. I love. We're, we're my my goal for 2023 is is to try and like legit just make friends every episode. Yeah. Every episode that we have a guest, yeah, I want to try and like make friends with that guest, yeah, like legit friends with that guest. Yeah, because those well, are the ones that are always the most fun, you know. Agreed, agreed. Um, I want it to be hard to pick people for the bimpies. I yeah. mean, it already is kind of. But oh like, yeah, no, it's 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 starting to get that way. This it was year harder was, this was year rough. than last year. Yeah, oh, yeah. I want I want next year to be like impossible. Let's just yeah. be like we just have to have listeners vote because if we pick, we're gonna make someone mad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, we've got we've got a pretty good docket so far. I mean, we've got some guests that we're working on, um, and we've got some episodes where we're. What's going to make it harder as well is that we're not going to do as many guests right. next year. Right. That's kind of one of our things. Where yeah, um, you guys are going to be stuck with just us, just us. Uh, but but we're going to make it fun. Yeah, we always do. Of course. Um, yeah, I mean, we've got shit. Next year, uh, after the Bimpy Awards, of course, uh, we've got uh, Dave Schrader yeah. uh, coming up. We, we, we may or may not be talking to Conrad Thompson about coming on. Uh, you know, so it'll be really cool. Uh, a lot of a lot of different personalities too. Like I, I, I love talking to musicians and other musicians and the process and stuff like that. I, I, I love that. I, it's it's so cool, but. Um, we're gonna try some 
Try some new things here and yeah. there, you know? There's always a common thread there, but um, I've found that when we've had anybody that's that's got, like, that artistic flair to them, or that's in, in that kind of uh, uh, creative field, yeah. that, you know, the things that are important to us or the things that we find interesting or have fun are, are really the same. Absolutely. You know, we're just pointing it at different goals. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, those directions are a little bit different, but really the hustle that goes into it and the mindset that goes into it and all that kind of stuff is the same. And, and creative people, you know, I like to think we're creative and we connect with other creative people yeah. on that level. Absolutely. It's really cool. And hopefully that's entertaining for you guys. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank you guys so much for another year because this is our last episode of the year. Yeah, of the year. Yeah. So uh, Until... The Bimpies, where... Well, that's we next go. year, so yeah. That is next year, it's the next episode, and it is these little guys getting handed out to some of the best guests. For those listening on audio, had. that is a golden gnome. It's a golden gnome, it's a lovely little treasure. You can check out what they look like on all of our social medias, and uh, or if you want to watch this in video form on strangerhoodtv.com which is our YouTube page indeed uh, big thanks to our patrons over at patreon.com slash bacon is my podcast you yes. guys make it the world go round and we've gotten more patrons this year we've, we've yeah. upped our level of patrons so Absolutely. thank you guys so much we really appreciate it keeps the lights on no idea how much it helps it keeps really the glasses does. full Absolutely keeps the lights on and uh, you don't just buy his podcast yeah. <laughs> I promise keeps this, con- <laughs> keep this show free yeah, yeah, it definitely does that, uh, and it keeps it from being cost prohibitive for us to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is super helpful as well. Indeed. So, if you're interested in seeing how you can help us, check that out over at Patreon.com. If you want to help us but you don't want to do the Patreon thing, I totally get it. Jump over to BaconIsMyPodcast.com. Buy some of our merch. We got yeah. some T-shirts. We got some hats. We got all kinds of fun stuff over there. Check it out. Bacon is my fashion. Indeed. So check that out. That's a great way to help us out, too. Uh, really another it. huge way to help us out. Help beat the algorithms. Yeah. Five-star reviews. Like, uh, subscribe. Comments. Like, subscribe. Smash that bell. Oh, I hate it. Yeah. I, yeah, I, 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 had to, I, I said it last night with, yeah. uh, with Cognac. Right. Uh, I, I said, the kids are all saying, smash that bell. And she's like, huh? Cognac's a person. She, yeah, that's a person. <laughs> um, yeah, that interview will be out there. At some yes. Point, probably by now. Yeah, um, but yeah. Uh, so please, please, and and if you're gonna if you're gonna give us a shitty review, please tell us why. Write it out. Don't be the asshole that gives a one star review. Yeah, take the time. Does it, like like tell us tell us why we suck Absolutely. so bad. Absolutely. Because in detail. In detail. Name names. Jimmy, Mike. Let us know exactly. Why exactly. We suck. Let us know why we suck, uh, and and help us be better. If they want to let you know where you suck on a personal level, where, on can, a they personal find you? level. where can they find you online? <laughs> me personally, I am at me, my own self, Mike. Uh, you can find out everything going on, because my podcast-wise, my family-wise, the adventures I go on with uh, with Jen, because we're, we're gonna we're gonna be doing more of those um, some of my fun work with NCAN, as well as my band stuff. Uh, you can find on all the socials there, and my band, something heavy. Has a new single out, Learning. Uh, nice. It's been out for a couple of weeks now. Thank every, thank you everybody for the awesome response that we've got uh, from it. Can't wait to play live at some point uh, next year. Um, and uh, yeah, so you can catch us on all the social medias at Something Heavy Music. 
Spotify, all those things. Nice. What about you? I'm Jimmy G, and you can let me know that I suck over at JimmyGShoes.com on all the socials. My band is Craving Strange, and you can let us know that we suck over at CravingStrange.net, which will also lead you to all of our socials. We have a brand new song called Mean What You Say. It is going to be coming out in just a few weeks. Yeah. Probably three, three or four weeks from when you hear this, uh, you'll be able to check that out. So uh, keep an eye out for that, and when that comes out, let us know that it sucks at all of our socials, which is at Craven Strange. Yeah. Find us there. Uh, find everything bacon is my passion. Also on the uh, streaming sites, you can find our music that we've yeah, done we, we together. Do, we need to get back at that. We do need to get back that. We put a song out a year ago. That was a the last ago. time, so we got to do something we soon. we got to put that out so you can let us know that we suck over com, where you can leave us a message. You can check out uh, our blog. You can check out our our fashion items. You can check out uh, episodes. You can uh, get your RSS feed and find mm-hmm. that wherever you listen to things. Yeah, all right? you can even find you can find our socials at Bacon's My Pod. Yeah, even on the even on the TikTok. Even though I said it, we're trying, we're trying, we are trying. We're getting there. We'll probably get more on that now that uh, Twitter is becoming a flaming hellscape. <laughs> by now, <laughs> we'll see. By this point, or it's fixed. Or, Who knows? Or or, or it's it's gone. Or it's gone completely. Gone forever. Yeah. Who knows? We'll, Who knows where we'll any see. of that's going to be? But you know what? We'll still be here making some stuff for you to listen to. Mm-hmm. As long as you want to hear it, we'll keep saying it, we'll keep making it, and keep asking you every single day. Every single day. The most important question you can ask yourself, just to make your day a little bit better. What's your bacon? What's your bacon? World peace. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Nice.